Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, pet people, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and this morning's show is sure to require some Kleenex, but hopefully will also be uplifting. Author Deborah Turner, who many of you know as Wheelie Willie's mom, will be stopping by to remember the life of an amazing chihuahua who inspired many, many lives in a very positive way. Then, after our halftime break, Rob Loomis from DogInYard.com has some really valuable information on some products that will help keep, help keep your dog safe. So, if you're at home, get comfy, and if you're driving, be safe and enjoy the Pet Place Radio Show when we come right back from a lightning-fast station message on Retro 1260. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on Retro 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to welcome to the show a longtime friend of the Pet Place, Deborah Turner. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Marie. It's so good to be here again. I remember being here years ago with Fred. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, you know, we we go way back on the TV show, too. I remember when you used to bring in little Willie to the TV show, and everybody used to go, oh, he's so cute. Yes, I know. Even in Japan, when we visited there, all of the girls would say, Oh, kawaii. It means the same thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He's so cute. Well, I think we should um, let some of our listeners who don't know uh, in on who Willie Willie is. Okay. Well, Willie was just an ordinary dog abandoned in a cardboard box with a spinal cord injury and also injuries to his vocal cords wow. uh, here in on Melrose Street in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, a wonderful veterinarian took him in and tried his best to help, and he actually lived there for a year as they tried to find a home for him. The home that never came. Yeah. Now, I was in the pet industry, and we did a lot of rescue work and heard about Willie's plight to find a home. So I drove into Los Angeles and to see if, if how difficult it might be once I met the dog to see what his problems were. And, wow, was he adorable. Aww. He didn't know <laughs> that he had a disability, that he couldn't bark and he couldn't walk. He just wanted to be held by people. He wanted to play like all of the other dogs. And I fell madly in love with his good attitude, and I decided that I was going to find the perfect home for him, not knowing that I was about to become his mom. (laughs) However, that's exactly what happened. I became his mom. We came to look a lot alike during the next uh, 20 years, and... uh, it's been the most fantastic uh, 20 years. Oh, now you've written a few books about Willie, haven't you? I have, and they've won awards in the year that they came out. Wow. There's in 1998, How Willie Got His Wheels, okay. and How Willie Got His Wings followed, along with a picture book called Wheelie Willie, An Ordinary Day. <laughs> Those sound like really fun books. Now, he got around on a special little doggy wheelchair and and he was fast on the times that I would see him at the pet place show 
He just booked on those wheels. It was amazing. He didn't even know he had them. I think he just had a great time. That's right. In fact, I like to tell people he ran and played like any other dog and as fast as any other dog yeah. on a special canine cart. And the company is now called Pet Mobility and Rehab Services or Center, PetMRS.com. Okay. And uh, he, uh, they, they make fabulous wheelchairs and they have really changed over the years. In fact, Willie had three wheelchairs, none oh. of them like the other one. Yeah, so. they kept getting better oh, yes, and better. they're they incredible. Really K-9 carts. K-9 carts. Yeah, K, letter K, number 9, C-A-R-T-S dot com. You can get there that way as well. Okay, we've actually had the K-9 cart people on the show before, and they're wonderful they people. Are. And they, they are. They really make it seem possible to keep a pet with disabilities. I know so many people when they they're faced with the prospect of having a dog that can't walk, um, their first inclination is to have it euthanized. Any, and they don't need to. Anyone would be shocked how many animals need wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. And they don't choose that option because they don't see it as uh being a great option, but it is so it is so fantastic and I say if if you think your dog can't have a good life because he can't walk, you're wrong. Check out these wheelchairs. They're now, really cool. it is a little bit of a full-time job, though, wouldn't you say, to have a dog on a wheelchair? No. As he was the easiest dog I've ever had. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, things like uh, going to the bathroom and stuff, there are lots of methods to take care of those things now. And with my own dog, here I am saying on the air, I learned how to express his bladder and everything. So it was actually easier than the ordinary dog. I never had to find a field to go out in when I traveled. Just take him into the ladies' room. That is correct. Yes, the ladies' room. He was so lucky to have all the ladies. He had many girlfriends, you know. And he did quite a bit of traveling, didn't he? He did. We were in Japan, Germany, Canada, and all over the United States. Wow, and he was welcome everywhere he went, I Everywhere. I was always surprised that people wouldn't say to me, "Uh, ma'am, excuse me, no dogs allowed in here. No one ever said that. I think when he pranced in, everyone was so confused that (laughs) they just let it go. Oh, my. Now, now last year, I know you guys um, had a bit of a setback, and I think, ultimately that may have contributed to to yes, Billy's it passing. Did. It did. You know, there life is like the ebb and flow. There are better times and there are worse times. Mm-hmm. Last year was a very bad year for me. On January the 8th, it was pouring outside like it, it is like now. Me. Tis the season. Yeah. I wasn't careful. I was in a hurry. I was carrying Willie on my way to a school and I slipped off some stairs and and just hydroplaned uh, down the stairs and oh. broke my uh, leg and had very bad da- ligament damage to the arm that I had Willie in, and he was severely injured as well. We oh. both went to the emergency hospital and came back with pink casts <laughs> on our limbs. and <laughs> Matching casts. Yes, and he went through surgeries and all kinds of treatments. And, uh, and he was already 21? Yes. He wow. appeared to be really... Uh, doing well and then at the end it's just that one treatment made another thing worse and he was getting very tired Aww. i could see it happening and so on um uh, december 22nd he slept in bed with me every night and 
and when I woke up in the morning, there he was, permanently sleeping next to me, his body still warm, pressed up against mine, and I was so shocked, And uh, but that's the reality. I like to say, you know, the sane part of me, because people say to me all the time, well, you knew that he wouldn't last forever. I like to say, yeah, you know, the sane part of me knew that. <laughs> but then there was this little fanciful part of me that thought, gee, maybe he might live forever. Maybe he was going to live forever. Oh. But he didn't, and now it's up to me to uh, take one step forward at a time and deal with reality. <laughs> My goodness. And he made so many friends in his life, and he really touched so many people. I bet you got a lot of emails and letters from folks who uh, loved Let him. me tell you, I am still like 5,000 emails behind. Wow. And, I, and that's answering them all the time as much as I can. I want to tell all of our friends and fans, please be patient with me because I intend to get to every last email and answer every last one of them and cards, letters, everything. Wow. We, I intend to do that. Please be patient. <laughs> Now, is there a website where people can go and maybe see a few little videos of uh, Willie and maybe some photos? Well, well right now we've got, I, I can see that there's four or five pieces out on YouTube Oh, um, that are just great. One from the Fresno News that's hysterical because there's a little, we, we visited Fresno and we got picked up on the news as we did everywhere we visited. And there, But on this spot, there's a little special ed girl from a special ed class. She is so precious. And the news anchor is trying to talk to her, and she has no interest. She doesn't care that she's on TV. She just cares about the dog. <laughs> That's her full focal point, and it's darling. Oh, wow. Uh, so, but you can go on our website. We'll try our best to direct you. We've got some links on the front page. And, of course, the website is www.wheeliewilly.com. And, of course, you have to spell it right. That that's spelled with a Y at the end of each word instead of an I E. Oh, okay, so W H E E L Y W I L L Y. Very good. You're good. <laughs> now I understand that he wasn't always Wheelie Willie. What what was his original name? When I first adopted him at the animal hospital, they were calling him Chili Willie for several reasons. One is that he shook all the time. Oh. He weighed less than a pound. Uh -huh. He was tiny so he was and emaciated <laughs> and cold. And the second reason is that, you know, that Walter Lance cartoon penguin, Chili Willie? Okay. He looked exactly like that little penguin as he tried to balance on his front two legs, and he pitched back and forth. Sure. Uh -huh. And his coloring okay. looked like the penguin. Uh-huh. And so as he became well-known and started to uh, appear on television and uh, the books were coming out and I, were, I was talking about the book, I got a call from someone in, in the media uh, who, uh, saying that, you know, that is a precious story. We wish you the best of luck on your books. However, uh -oh. that is a trademarked name, Chili Willie, and if you use the name in your children's book, we will sue you. Oh. And I said, thank you so much for sharing. And uh, oh. realized I had to change the name, so it became Wheelie Willie, which okay. is an alliteration, and yeah. it's fun, isn't Better it? Better anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about being flexible. And what a 
spokes dog he's been for disabled pets. Not just pets who need wheelchairs, but any disabled pet. Yeah, or person. Or person. Yeah, I know he was the mascot for Winners on Wheels, national organization oh, of children in wheelchairs. And two oh. of them appeared yesterday to speak at our beautiful well-attended memorial service in Long Beach. I know that uh, Gary Lykin, the producer of the Pet Place TV show, uh, attended. I love you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> he he was very sad when he heard about Willie. What passing. a wonderful man. Yeah. And there were a lot of wonderful people there. I looked around the room and I saw a lot of people who every day... Uh, are philanthropic and are out there trying to do things to help other people. And I think that Willie made me lucky that way by bringing all of the beautiful people into my life. <laughs> yeah. Animals do that, don't they? Oh, Especially God. special animals yeah. like Willie. And they are so amazing. They don't care about fame nor fortune. Right. And they, they're there for you no matter what you look like, smell like, are like. <laughs> well, I have to say, he was very lucky to have you, and you seem like you were very lucky to have him, too. I could tell by the way you talked yeah, about him. Yeah, we were him. partners, <laughs> uh, partners in crime and in every other way, too. Uh, oh, we adored each other, and yes, well, I'm, I'm missing him terribly. I bet you are. Um, might be too soon to ask, but... Uh, I'm sure Willie would have wanted you to uh, help some other animal in the well, future. Well, that's all right. You know, everybody's saying that. In yeah. fact, I'm getting a million calls now. Everybody thinks I'm the sole answer for every <laughs> paralyzed dog, cat, and rabbit in the world. And so I'm asking you guys also to give me time. Uh-huh. I have no plans yet on what's going to happen next because... Yeah. I'm just a simple lady trying my best now to put one foot in front of the other and and follow the path in front of me. I'm just trying to stay on the path right now. Yeah. And I, I don't have any big plans. I, I don't know what I'm doing yet. So. Well, you know, a lot of people who never have an animal play such a close role in their life don't understand how you're feeling right now. And I think uh, that's a loss for them because... If you have an animal in your life who's so important to you, it it makes a difference. It really makes you a better person. And I think anybody who has a pet shouldn't just keep their animal in the backyard or just throw out a little food and water for it. They really need to make it part of their family like you did with Willie. And, and even you. when the sad moments come, you could look back and say what a wonderful time it was. Well, one thing about loving a pet is that one thing out of many that you learn is that love is what it's all about and losing love losing a human being losing a, a, a friend a dog a cat losing a, a, a being a living being is the worst mm-hmm. thing ever yeah. losing love absolutely and you guys had so many years together i think uh I think that's a wonderful thing to hold on to. Thank you. So I know it was hard coming on the show and talking about this so soon, but I sure appreciate you uh, making the trip over. You know, Marie, I tell you, thank you for having me. I'm always thrilled to find out that people still want me because, (laughs) you know, I'm still alive. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, you know, it is unfortunately time to take a break, but don't go away. We'll be back with more on the Pet Place Radio Show here on Retro 1260. 
guest and topic now. I'd like to welcome to the show Rob Loomis from DogInYard.com. Hi, Rob. How are you? I'm good, Marie. Thanks again for having me on. Absolutely. And you have a pretty unusual business, DogInYard.com. Let's let's tell everybody what this is. Well, very simply, it is a site that specializes in high-quality, elegant, and durable signs for residential uh, gates and fences. Uh, specifically, it got its start uh, around dog, okay. uh, a dog that was in the yard. <clears throat> and um, if you'd like to hear how it came to be, I can give it to you oh, real quickly. Absolutely, go ahead. Well, uh, I have a home office and it overlooks a backyard. And one day I was home by myself working, and I noticed our dog, about a 60-pound uh, black retriever, uh, playing fetch. And I couldn't figure out who was throwing the ball for him. So I uh, I went down and I encountered the meter reader uh, who had entered the yard. And he was a little chagrined that I um, had come down and, and caught him uh, not me- reading the meter, but, but playing fetch with the family dog. Yeah. Well, I told him to relax, to and, uh, and I asked him, I said, you know, do you encounter a lot of dogs? And what he proceeded to tell me, Marie, was a real eye-opener to a dog owner. Um, He told me, first of all, that the number one reason meter readers and mail carriers and many other people like that miss work is because of dog bites. Oh, wow. He also told me how he was amused that when he went to unlatch the gate, he saw the dog, and our dog didn't bark or growl. He just turned around and went and got a soggy tennis ball. <laughs> and the meter reader felt that he was pretty comfortable with him. Uh-huh. But he told me that, and as he was telling me this, he was kind of patting his, his belt uh, on the side, and he said, uh, we are instructed that if the dog looks aggressive and that we, if we are in danger of possibly being bitten, to mace the dog. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I, he went on his business, and I went uh, back to my office, and I started to scrounge for an attractive sign to put up on my gates, and I couldn't find any. Uh, so I set about having them manufactured uh, here locally in the Chicago area. And uh, it wasn't certainly my full-time job, but I couldn't make one or two, so I made 500 of them. <laughs> So all of a sudden you had 500 signs. So and I only needed two. So I had 498 left. Okay. And uh, like everybody, you know, half a dozen ten years ago, I built a website and I put them out there and and I called it the original property postings. And our slogan is making gates smarter, one yard at a time since 2002. <laughs> and since 2002, we have now shipped these signs to all 50 states, uh, especially California, I might add. And I think that's due probably to the wonderful weather that generally you have. I understand you're not having great weather now. but No, not at all. But uh, you do have no stake laws, which are somewhat unique. Not very many states have those. And, of course, um, that kind of forces people to have a fenced yard, and and they have all kinds of crazy people coming in and out, just like we do here. 
meter readers, service techs, what have you. Well, yeah, and you, you don't just necessarily need to be concerned about dog bites, too, but also letting a friendly dog out, outside accidentally. A dog might be sound asleep when the meter reader comes, and maybe the meter reader doesn't latch the, the door completely because he's not thinking about dogs, and right. bam, you know, your beloved little pet is out on the road. So right, and we get lots of, of lots of feedback from people over, over the years. We have a very unique uh, payment policy. It's called the Good... Good karma policy. We ship as fast as possible. We ask that your check be sent as fast as possible. It okay. was our very simple approach to being able to guarantee people their complete satisfaction. So your and signs don't just say, you know, vicious dog in yard. Or no, they, uh, we were advised not to. We, we took some time and we uh, talked to dog trainers and uh, authors of dog books. And um, the preferred language was always dog or dogs, plural, in yard. Okay. We also have them say dog or dogs at play. Mm-hmm. We do have a sign that simply says latch the gate. Oh, those, excellent. For those forgetful people that do that. Uh-huh. And um, it's really, even though it came about a little bit on a whimsy, it really, Marie, is all about safety. Well, yeah, absolutely. Safety for people and safety for animals. Precisely, um, you know, there's just uh, so many crazy things that can can happen um, seemingly in the blink of an eye that um, the more proactive dog owners can be and others, um, we think it's a it's a powerful step to take. Um, you know, if you if you do have a fence yard and your dog is is out there occasionally, um, and you can't always be on guard for no. for that, especially if it's a nice day and your dog's asleep on the deck or patio or wherever. Sure, and you could have work done at your house. I mean, it's not necessarily a utility person coming in, but, you know, you might have somebody coming to trim your trees or roofers or you name it, and they need to know that there's a dog present. Absolutely, and and what we hit on early on was when I made those first 500, I took a um, hundred or so, and I had them um, powder coated uh, chocolate brown. I had some uh, powder coated cobalt blue, some grass green, and uh, recently we've added what I call gloss black for all the black aluminum and wrought iron fences and gates that are seemingly everywhere. So these are very designer signs. Yes, <laughs> if you will. Uh, and to our surprise and delight, um, nobody else has them. They're now on uh, Amazon.com. Uh, you can do a search on that. You can't find any uh, dog or dogs in yard signs that come in colors but ours. Now, so, are you planning, to to potentially put some uh, designs other than just pretty colors and a pretty font, like if somebody wanted a picture of a schnauzer face? Um, or a German Shepherd face. We don't. We don't do that. Um, we're trying to keep it <clears throat> relatively simple with all the different varieties that we have and colors. We have, um, let's see, 39 different um, types of signs and/or colors. Okay. So to add the pictures, it would get a little unwieldy. <laughs> okay. Now you made me think of something else aside from just. Uh, you know, warning people that you have a pet in your yard and to be careful and latch the gate and that sort of thing. 
Um, considering that uh, a lot of people have various uh, disasters that happen at their home and need to have uh, firefighters come through or other rescue personnel, and you're away from the house, do you, do you make any signs or do you plan on making signs that alert rescue workers that there are animals in the home that might need to be taken out? Um, all our signs are the, are the same size, and none of them really lend themselves well to placement by, let's say, a front door. Okay. Well, maybe that's a future uh, <clears throat> you know, plan for you. <laughs> right. We, we, have, um, we have instructed people that um, with the advent of, of uh, most people having access to a computer and a printer to just simply print out something that they can put uh, in a window mm-hmm. from the inside. Okay. So no, no plans to do that. Um, the, um, the big plan that uh, we're working on, and it's being met with a great deal of interest, is that um, when you dig into this problem of dog bites, you find that there's approximately 4.7 million dog bites every year in the United States. And how many of those, or what percentage of those, actually occur on the owner's property? About half. Oh, wow. So there's, um, there's a big reason that posting your property makes, makes an awful lot of sense. Absolutely. Um, well, let's give your website out one more time and also the location of where people m- might be able to get this uh, product elsewhere aside from the website before I let you go. All right. The website, again, is doginyard.com. Just simply doginyard.com. Okay. And then you said you can also purchase these on Amazon? You can also purchase them on Amazon, um, and they're available there in the um, home and, and garden section. If you just do a search for either dog and yard signs okay. or the original property postings will pop up. Fabulous. Rob, it's time now for a station break, so I'm going to have to say goodbye, but I want to thank you for talking with us about these special signs. Thank you so much, Marie. Have a great day. You too. We'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events coming right up on Retro 1260. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Are you looking for a romantic Valentine activity? Plan to attend the Animal Assistance League Valentine's Luncheon and Boutique from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Friday, February 12th at the Hacienda Restaurant in Santa Ana. The Hacienda is located at 1725 College Avenue and is a lovely venue. The boutique will feature some great gift items for all of your loved ones, including your pets. For more information, visit www.aaloc.org. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on Retro 1260. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. 